Johnny, do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. It's time for the episode of Matt Mattingly's Ice Cream Social. Sitting across from me is Paul Mattingly. Across from me, it's Mr. Matt Donnelly. Preaching fun. And on the knobs and dials, stick up the audio guy. Woo-hoo. I want to put it in the most awkward place that time. <laughs> Good. Mm-hmm. I want to just shove it in there. Um, hi, everybody. Preaching fun. Preaching fun, everybody. So I wish there's a way for my sunglasses to be attached to my car. Do you not have a sunglass receptacle no, in your vehicle? No, I do, but it doesn't like a beep when I get out of the car. Here's what happens. What happens? I wear the sunglasses, yeah. and then and then I'll wear my sunglasses somewhere inside where I don't need them anymore. Oh. And then I put them down, oh. forget about them, and then I go back oh. in my car, and my sunglasses are not in my car. Here's what you should do. Never take your sunglasses out of your car. That's That's... The obvious logic, Paul. That's what that would be the policy I want to have. Good That's call, what Paul. I do anyway. And think about this, especially in this town. <laughs> you're going to possibly give yourself a freak show tan job if you're not careful. If you wear your sunglasses for any amount of time outside in the sun during the summer, you are going to look like a reverse raccoon monster freak. <laughs> uh, and a is, lot of people do more so. Which is more the name so. of my Halloween hit: reverse <laughs> raccoon monster freak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but uh, no, no, that that logic is obvious. You know, like that's that's exactly what I want. You the don't have a to be. specific little holder for sunglasses. That's that's not. Yes, I, I do have that. You do. Yeah. Then how about I suggest you invest <laughs> in a bungee cord apparatus? Right. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Because here's the thing. Get all the little... logic you said, all the rac- reverse raccoon fears I have. All right. But I just you. But you, you still put wear sunglasses, sunglasses out here. You forget no. that they're on your face. Mm. I forget I that. I'm the, I, I know you don't. I never. I'm I, not asking. You I know. To, I know. But I'm, I'm, not, just, I'm not asking you to be a part of this, Paul. No, I'm asking you to empathize. I get. I get it. Yeah, I get it. But I never wear my sunglasses out of the car. No, I. I, I don't want to either. Okay. Well, I'm trying to figure out how to how to like. <laughs> Because, like, I used to suck my thumb as a kid, and I went through a time when I had to squirt that nasty stuff on it. Did you ever do that? I had, boy, I had the best fucking time. I just never, uh, uh, I never stopped sucking my thumb. I, I, there are days when I wake up, and I'm like, I sucked my thumb for a while last night. Really? Yeah, really. To, to current, present day? Yeah. Wow. It's so, because I'm like, when did this last happen? Oh, probably last week. <laughs> Between that and I know a topic we have to get to later in the show, we're really <laughs> uncovering some shit. I here. mean, it, oh, forget are. about it. Forget about it. I mean, it went tandem with my long-term bedwetting. Forget about it. It was just the worst. Oh, you were a long-term bedwetter? Oh, yeah. Were you obsessed Wait, with... how long? Like 13, 14. So, so you Years? had like the... Age, yeah. <laughs> like, I was still wetting the bed at like 13 or 14. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sheesh. Um now, if we deal with cruelty to animals, I think you're close to being a serial killer, I think. No. You got cruelty yeah. to animals? No, space? I didn't do the cruelty to animals. I'm closer to... I, I like through... to think I'm closer to Sarah Silverman. Did you go Because to... she also was a long-time bedwetter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That made me feel good. Uh, <laughs> she, never, she wrote her book called You never bedwetter. went through a pyro phase? I Almost. Okay. Yeah. Little pyro phase, but all boys go through a pyro phase. Yeah, I definitely went through a pyro uh, So I, I escaped that one, but I never did cruelty to animals. No. Yeah. No, I did not like that. 
Um, and then hence I haven't murdered people all the time. Right. So I bullet dodge. I I hit I hit the check marks uh, without the urine. So I'm, I, I have two. You have two thirds check marks. I yeah. have two thirds check marks. So you got uh, gross stuff that you can put on your thumb. So okay. that when you suck your thumb, you wake up and go, Bleh. it's gross. But it didn't really work. So I need stuff that like you I can need... spray on my eyes that yeah. if I if I if they're not, if the sun hits. Wait, if the sun doesn't hit, then it burns my eyes. How would it work? Yeah. So uh, I get out of the car and I don't also know if be the like spray thing is necessarily the thing. I get out of the car. Your eyes can't taste. <laughs> but they can feel. So you need maybe you are teaching today, Paul. You are uh, teaching. Uh, something that eyes uh, can't taste. <laughs> uh, well, that was uh, that was a Billy Idol hit, wasn't it? <laughs> eyes that just can't taste. <laughs> <laughs> Got no human grace. Your eyes they can't taste. I like I like that tune. Flavors um, in your eyes. Keith Fieri's eyes can taste. <laughs> There's a guy I follow on uh, Instagram, uh, Santo yeah. DeSaro. He's a funny guy. Mm-hmm. He, he does uh, Fieri Fridays. <laughs> I can only imagine. Every, every Friday he posts the weirdest pics of Guy Fieri. And it just cracks me up. His commitment to it is e- equally funny to me. Commitment. <laughs> but oh. uh, it's great. Oh, watching a fucking... Siri, he got some. You seen his? You seen Geef here? You see, he got new restaurants out here. Now. Yeah, 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 he's got a big one at the Rio. You seen his uh, cheesecake challenge? No. What? It's a cheesecake cut in half. Oh, it's just a cheesecake cut in half and set sideways, so it looks like uh, half an uh, like a moon, yeah, half yeah. moon, yeah, yeah, sitting on a plate. And then he sticks potato chips and pretzels in it and drizzles a bunch of uh, chocolate sauce and shit all over it. Oh, is that right? <laughs> exactly. That was exactly what I thought. I was like, fuck you. That's not even a good fatty rabbit hole. <laughs> no. That's a, that's a, hey, you know what? I'm going to ruin some shit. Like I saw and like sh- a I soft dare, waffle I you dessert taco that I was like, oh, that's decadent, but I would eat that. Yeah. This is bullshit. First off, just a slice of cheesecake, by the way, is just a brick in your belly. Do you know what I mean? Oh. Like it's enough. Even nobody I know wants more than a slice of cheesecake. Even even oh, the no. fattest people I know. You can't do it. No, you it's sh- not enjoyable. You shouldn't because I after want, like, a slice of cheesecake every six months. Right. Listen, after, I'm, I'm, after bite five. Yeah, you're done. Listen, there's I'm, a lactose thing going yeah. on. There's just a. I mean, how much more of that? A richness, a rich, oh. buttery cheese brick in your guts. The the pleasure of the mouthfeel is gone. Yeah. By the fifth bite, because yeah. then it's all, right. I'm eating wallpaper paste. <laughs> That's the thing. The first bite of cheese, you're like, whoa, it's just this overwhelming. Exactly. Like, it's wonderful. Because, but then, salt on mouthfeel. But number five, you're done because you split a fucking piece of cheesecake with your woman. That's yes. what you do. That's what you're supposed to do. You fools. And that's where you really, and you and I are eating three quarters of that piece of cheesecake, but that's enough. Uh, well, and, and usually, and usually ate more of the cheesecake. Whoa, busted. Well, but that's because. She's more of a cheesecake fan than I am. Right. Because she's a lady. And she also, is a lady. She's a lady. And don't you serve me no fucking cheesecake without motherfucking graham cracker crust. Yes. Once you yeah. have cheesecake without graham crackers and you have it with graham crackers, like, it's just not. No. Uh, the Jack in the Box cheesecake is pretty good. 
Wait. If you gotta get your jack in the box, if you gotta get your, if you gotta get your cheesecake fix on. What just happened? No way. <laughs> yeah, it is. What right. just happened? Because it eats those exact. Well, the fact that you said that, I mean, it has a very good graham cracker crust. Okay. The crust on the jack cheesecake is superior to the cheesecake itself. Okay. But it's pretty good. If we gotta, all did that math. But if you, you gotta get you, your fix on, if you gotta get it, uh, if you got a hankering, for, if you ever, and I'll tell you. Read the ingredients the other thing. <laughs> of fast food dessert. Oh, I'm sure it's not even cheesecake. That's what I mean. So like, it's just babies. Well, but, but, but of regular shit. Like, but the it's thing is super. They put in like an apple tart, you're like, how many ingredients can you put in a fucking apple tart? Yeah. I can't imagine what the ingredients are in a Jack in the Box fucking cheesecake because that shit's got to keep. Yeah, but it is. I have spun around to the computers. It is super. <laughs> oh, it is super skinny. It's uh, the slice is smartly cut. Like it's smartly a, cut. It's a it's a sharp, small. <laughs> it's like somebody at Jack goes, you know what? If this goes more than five bites, people are gonna be like, mwah, mwah, mwah. and it's definitely think, a four or five I bite. Think, I think what they said was like, if this goes out of more than twelve hundred calories, people are gonna talk about it on the internet. Oh, I think that's what. It I bet it does go for more. I, I I it's gotta go for a bunch. Yeah, I haven't had one in a long time. Jack in the box cheesecake. Yeah, it's his own individually wrapped little. You haven't had one in a long time. Yeah. Please don't. Yeah, I won't. I'm not planning on it. <laughs> I mean, because every time I don't, I, I never, I'm never in the mood for cheesecake. No, it's and like, if you do, I'm no. not in a drive-through like way. You're not like I gotta get me a drive-through cheesecake. You see, no. you see this highlighted section on my computer screen right now oh, that boy. takes up like a third of my computer screen. <laughs> Those are all ingredients. That's the ingredients for the bun at Jack in the Box. <laughs> <laughs> That well, is literally a third of my computer screen, and that be, is the bun. You'll be happy to know, Jacob, the cheesecake does not come served on a bun. <laughs> <laughs> I am really surprised skim milk is the number one ingredient in their cheesecake. There we go. It's got to be am, good for I you. I'm shocked by that. Go on. Uh, milk, sugar, palm oil, corn syrup. Stop right there. It's it's a, It might as well just say, come on over to Granola Town, health food nuts. That's a... Now that I just said corn syrup, why don't they just the call next, it a salad? The next ingredient is high fructose corn syrup. Just call it a salad. I also like that milk, <laughs> skim milk is the first ingredient, then milk afterward. Yeah. Which is like skim milk, then the real stuff <laughs> to make up for all the skim. Hydrogenated the, coconut the, oil. The FDA is like, you can't list 2% milk on your ingredients. You have to say one or the other. Can we, so, let's do a blend. <laughs> soybean oil, pin oil, water, salt, mono, and. Pin oil? Yeah. Uh, palm oil, sorry. Oh, Pin oil. What's pin oil? I don't How know. many different oils do you need to make cake? Uh, there's a, a word bunch. here that I cannot pronounce. It starts with we a D. Need some olive oil. Non-fat dry milk. Non-fat dry milk. Dry milk. Sodium benzoate to preserve freshness. Yeah. Yeah. Got to get that benzoate. Artificial there. flavor. Vitamin A palmate. Palm, palmitate. Palmitate. There we go. Uh, colored with beta carotene. Yeah, the last time I had one, I had some palmitations. <laughs> Got to get your beta carotene. Good, so it's good for your eyesight. It's got beta carotene in there. There you go. Which brings us back to you Calcium keeping your, your fucking sunglasses in the car. <laughs> uh, potassium sorbate, which I, be- I believe is just what, like rat poison. That's sherbet. <laughs> That's what sherbet, That's what sherbet is. I figured it out. Here's what I'm going to do. I got All I have to do is wear a sensor on the bald spot on the top of my head. Attach it to a spray on the inside of my sunglasses. And if I get out of the car and sun hits that spot, it should just spray me in the face. Here's also another suggestion. And then suggestion. I can put the sunglasses back in the car. Buy those big 
novelty sunglasses. <laughs> like from like a party store? Yeah. That won't and fit then, out the door of your like car. Right. Well, you won't. You'll be like, well, I'm not wearing these out. Yeah. You know, that was a solution I did for a while. I used to have like a... A, a goofy pair? Yeah. It was, I it, have it those was a very too. feminine like yeah. pink pair of sunglasses. I have crazy... Yeah. But it turns out I have the personality that no one cares if I wear really you feminine can, or right. size sunglasses. <laughs> no, I know. I, I, I feel that. Man, I had a great pair and I still, they're around, but they're not... They, I, I wore them uh, for a little while while I was outside doing yeah. uh, the gas thing. Yeah. But then they had us not do sunglasses because it's hard to make good contact with people with sunglasses on. It makes and sense, I, but that's also torture. It is torture. Yeah. It was hard to be out there in the sun all those days. Yeah. But when I did do it for a while, I also was wearing my sunscreen. Mm-hmm. And the sunscreen <laughs> ate through the vinyl covering of these sunglasses. <laughs> they were wrapped in like a uh, green colored plastic. You yeah. need a different sunscreen. No, son. That's any sunscreen. I'm telling you. It wasn't like some hardcore. It was just normal little sunscreen. And it just, I mean, this was over months, but it did eventually chemically break down. So that made me worry about the sunscreen too. Sunscreen's not that great for you. I am curious. I mean, it's, it's better than getting exposed to the rays, but it's essentially, from what I understand... What do you get against ray? Yeah. But what I understand, it's a kind of a silica that basically you're just putting like reflective little shards all over your face so that the sun gets bounced back. I don't know. What's the danger there? The shards get into your system. So you think we're going to get more skin cancer or less skin cancer from using sunscreen? Different skin cancer maybe i don't know i i agree that you don't know i don't know <laughs> I, I don't agree know that you don't know. I, I i use sunscreen if it if, it, if i'm gonna be out yeah. um, it's better to be sunscreened up than sunburned i'd say that the, we just read the ingredients of the cheesecake and mm-hmm. jack in the box and you're yeah. like cool with it but then you're worried about sunscreen giving you skin cancer well there's what you put inside there's what you put outside there, no what there's not can see and what you can no it's all sunscreen. Uh, <laughs> no, there's not. well i've decided to try and just wipe some uh some cheesecake on my nose <laughs> like a zinc strike next time and see how that goes. Just, I, I encourage oh, go to the pool. I got to stop my Jack in the Box real quick, <laughs> and then just smear. A just show up at the at the at the beach and with a, with, a, with a Jack cake and just rip, tear that little plastic <laughs> open. Like, Man, I got a cabana. I got a cabana at the pool at the Rio, but I forgot sunscreen. Don't worry, I just ordered a Guy Fieri cheesecake. We're just gonna rub that. We got shit. a cheesecake challenge coming. It's all good, guys. <laughs> Would you mind uh, putting some cheesecake on me before I get out into the water? Oh, I wouldn't mind at all. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Wait, is it called a jack cake? No, I just said jack cake. Oh. Okay. <laughs> That's a whole different thing. At least in my, at least in my fraternity days, it was, called, it, was called, it was a whole different thing. That's uh, the last guy has to eat it. <laughs> jack cake. I had a nickel for every time I had to eat the jack cake. Oh. Um. Slow come Jacob, they call him. <laughs> That's uh... I just enjoyed the cake. <laughs> it was just tasty cake. Guys, last last guy to nut has to eat the cake. <laughs> but it was a it was a nice yellow sheet cake. <laughs> I'm not gonna let other people eat that. <laughs> uh, Jacob, you're not touching yourself at all in this challenge. No, I am, guys. I'm good. That's about right. Don't worry. I'm. Uh, I'm, I'm almost a, there. I'm a fast uh, finisher, like Can't a you tell? Like, like a like a thoroughbred. I'll come on in the last track. Don't worry. Oh. Last quarter of the race. Oh, I lost. Oh, I lost. Blurt. Forks out. <laughs> Forks out. Dorks out. <laughs> 
Splorks out. Splorks out. Jacob, you're just putting on a bib. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so in the next episode, we're going to be uh, interviewing. Teaser. Teaser. we got a big teaser coming up. Uh, we're going to be interviewing the writer and the director of the latest Susan Sarandon comedy, The Meddler, uh, Lorene Scafaria, who wrote and directed yeah. it. And uh, the reason why we got this interview is because uh, I, I grew up with Lorene. And uh, uh, we did improv together when we were 15 or 16 years old. And uh, what's great, and we'll get into it with her, is is uh, is that she moved to L.A. before any of the comedy scene stuff. So me and almost all my other friends from that comedy scene all went to New York, got involved with the UCB, came up with all those other people, mm-hmm. uh, c- you know, cut cut our chops? No. Cut your teeth. Cut our cut teeth. Our teeth. Eight on lamb a, chops. On a, on a jack cake. On a jack cake. We cut our teeth on a jack on a jack cake. And... Uh, she moved out right away. She moved She's out to L.A. Fork. like right away. Mm. And so um, she did uh, Nick and Nora's playlist. She did uh, Seeking a Friend for the, uh, the End of the oh, World. I remember that one, yeah. God, that was a good movie. Yeah, that it's was... a shame that uh, It's a shame comedies don't get... Uh, I don't want to bring this up to her because it's probably a sore subject. But it's a shame those th- movies don't... Like that comedies don't get nominated for awards. That movie was just like so well done. Right. I think it's a perfect dark comedy. She got Steve Carell at like his like peak... Yeah, uh, it was peak interest in Steve Carell, and it was a great, great film. Um, that's, that's the movie that he did right after The Office, I think. Too, mm-hmm. yeah, it was awesome. Pretty and so, to it. Uh, but we'll get into her. She got Susan Sarandon to play her mother, basically. Yeah. It's it's and so why we're bringing it up now is because <laughs> the three of us wanted to see it so that we could interview her. Yes, the three of us because of where we, we were all very good interviews er, interviewers yeah. and went and saw the movie that we're going to talk about in the next episode yes <laughs> so we actually went and saw the movie so we could actually interview about the the current movie uh and not just reminisce about improv jam in red bank new jersey but uh <laughs> but then what was funny is that we all because of our lives uh went separately we yeah. all went to three different movie theaters mm-hmm. <laughs> three different times and saw yep. the film and then therefore kind of had three different reactions to the film i yeah. think so for me i'll go because i did you go by yourself or with someone i went by myself yeah okay and uh i really caught the susan sarandon crowd i went to eleven forty a.m showtime because <laughs> that was like that was going to have the least interference yep. in the rest of my day yep. mm-hmm. uh so I really caught the Susan Sarandon crowd in there, uh-huh. and, and which was real nice. Uh, but I saw it by myself, and uh, what was crazy to me is that I know Lorene's mother. So oh. I know her, and I've been around her, and seeing a very famous person, a very amazing actress, doing a spot-on version of like Your Neighbor... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's like weird. I can't understand. That's like, I, really weird. So for the first half hour of the movie, You're I just was weird. Twilight weirded Zone. the fuck sure. out. Yeah, sure. she sounded exactly like Laura's mom. Yeah, who we, we used to, I used to interact with all the time as a teenager. So it's very bizarre. That's hilarious. Very bizarre, and uh, it's it, we should say it's a very funny movie. There was, mm-hmm. it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a lot of really fun fun bits, um, but so the, so my experience was just watching that happen and then just kind of weighing how much was autobiographical versus not in my mind because yeah. i right i know lorraine but we were not we were friends in in high school time and so the movie is definitely about the time after her it's autobiographical in that her mom moved to la after her dad died from new jersey and uh her um and so this time period i was not close i remember writing her when I heard her dad had passed away, I wrote her a little note or whatever. We had a small yeah. exchange, but that was about it. We, you know, we were high school buddies, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, seeing it was also kind of like um, 
I don't know. I almost felt like a guilt. Oh, this is what you've been up to. Yeah. Like, oh, I wasn't here. Yeah. I wasn't a part of your life in this time. You know? So it was like, so I had a really weird time at this movie. That is, that is an interesting <laughs> perspective on it for sure. Uh, that being said, I still found myself laughing out loud many, many times. And, yeah. and, and Susan Sarandon is amazing in it. And so if you don't know it, I'm sure it's really good. So, But but we have more to get to. Why we bring it up in this episode is, is we have more to get So Jacob, talk about your experience. Uh, I also went and saw it by myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went and saw it uh, not quite... I, I think I saw the second to last showing of the day. Uh-huh. And uh, not, a, not a big crowd, but a, but a respectable crowd. And it uh, the entire time, I just thought about my mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> SJ's mom, really pretty close. Okay. And, um, and, and there's stuff with, with money in the, in the film. She, she inherits uh, money yes. from her husband. And, oh, um, shit. So, yeah, so that cuts close to home. Sure. Um, but, but my mother-in-law didn't really inherit yeah, money. Yeah. Like, there, there wasn't really money to, to be had there. But the way that the mother handles her money the way the way that she what she does with the money and like i'm, I'm trying not to ruin anything there, yeah, but yeah. There, there's not there's not like a, a big thing that she does with the money but there, she she behaves in a in a certain manner with this money yeah and that is exactly what my mother-in-law would do <laughs> all of the all of like the quirky little things that she does with the with like you know like she meets someone and does this and meets someone and does this yeah, and all yeah, that yeah. stuff i could see my mother-in-law doing literally every single one of those things <laughs> Uh, like oh i just met you oh you need a ride to like you need you need a ride across town yeah fine what's well, the thing i mean the movie's called yeah. the meddlers you're not giving anything away there. yeah yeah and, no and, no and, she meddles that's what she does yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was uh it was uh, it was amazing she meets one of sj's friends and goes oh you're not married oh this nice man i met over here that served me bagels you're not married yeah you guys should meet <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah oh you're gonna be a doctor my you know my daughter's single uh that kind of stuff yeah. um paul yeah. Mattingly. Woo. You came out of that movie. Just... That movie beat me the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I want to bring that up. So, in the I next episode, if Paul, is quiet, if Paul is quiet during the interview. I did not have a good time. I was just like, oh, oh, God damn it. And Anne, uh, Anne came with me. We yeah. went at uh, 145 or yeah. 115 in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Paul Anne was the only one me. out of the three of us that said, oh, hey, I'm going to a movie. Perhaps I should take my wife. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, it worked out because, you know, she j- was just getting off work because yeah. she worked an overnight shift, so it just worked out. Uh, but, uh, wow, just emotionally, <laughs> I was not ready. <laughs> That's the thing I think is funny. Not so ready. It is, it and, is absolutely, for everyone, it is absolutely a comedy. I... Yeah, okay. <laughs> Anne was just like and by t- Anne really enjoyed it. It has heavy elements. It's an, it's a classic it's a Sony Picture Classic it, movie. It yeah. was it it's was a classic really heavy for me. It okay. was really why heavy. Why was for it me. I'm curious it, why it was heavy for you. It is not like an Amy Schumer comedy. No, it's no, no, just, no, no, I mean, no. It, it, it's not like a rump. Yeah, yeah. It's a classic you know, like it reminded me of like in, here's what it reminded me of like the, the 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 back you know, T V has kind of taken away this genre and we and we talked about this yeah. before but this in the 90s and early 2000s there was a run of like a bunch of like small independent movies that did very well mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. your, your sideways your you know those kinds of movies like that that were small cast uh simple subject kind of stuff but uh, right. uh, funny and a little heavy and mm-hmm. it, it is it's dealing with the death of, of a, a husband and a father yeah and i mean but it, that's not why it's heavy to you paul well i mean the no <laughs> that's why i don't want just the behaviors on display and the way and the 
the but then also then just a I don't know I can't I don't know how much to get into here with my feelings on this okay. my thoughts okay. and things on this uh just but but Anne also was just like man if they made a movie with things Paul hates <laughs> Like every glowing other, review from the ice cream social. Every other thing was something Paul did, just like nails on a chalkboard for weddings. Me. <sighs> uh, uh, oh. No cheesecake. No cheesecake. Uh, uh, dating in general. <sighs> dating in general. Mm-hmm. Weddings. Dating. Uh, getting over. Getting over death. Oh. <laughs> hours upon hours of hard work. <laughs> <laughs> No, there wasn't that though. There wasn't that. It's just, I just, I don't know. There's something about that movie. Just no, no, no. I, I would not. It uh, crushed me. I it uh, fucking crushed me. But there's oh, also, there's also a weirdness to it. Something I'd kind of like to discuss with her. That as much as it has the female protagonists, their entire world is governed and still haunted by male figures. Okay. For the most part. Sure. Which I found odd. That is a, that's something I definitely wanted you to, I'm sure that, I'm sure she has an answer for that question. I would bring that up in the next time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's tough. And then, I, you know, I I mean, that's the thing. The only thing I'll just, for now, just is that like, I don't, it's different to say husband and father, you know, and that it's not necessarily just males, but like that that type of a male, right? Yeah. So, yes. so I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if it's necessarily just blindly gender. Like, for instance, like as opposed to say, um, Neighbors Two, right? Which is coming out, and it's a and it's a sorority. <laughs> it's not gonna be the close guy. That would be like no. So, yeah, so, they... so uh, I'll finish my point. Uh, uh, it's about. So the first one's about fraternities. The second one's about sororities. Oh. And so they're trying to make it like female version. It's a really shitty way to say women are equal. Do you know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. I kind of know what you mean. Yeah. You, yeah, you know, yeah, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, th- this the, isn't meant to be like a. I no. wouldn't say the f- meddler is meant to even have any kind My, of engendered message of even feminism or, or not. Uh, yeah. My problem with that. My, sort of my problem character of the mother yeah to me it seems that her life was completely about this man aha uh-huh. his absence leaves a void unbelievable right to her existence sure and she had nothing else going on okay and, in a lot of ways and oh but i i know Oh, I know. I know it's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. It just disturbs me on a level beyond words. Right. It just hurts me. But the movie... uh... Because then, in a way to fill that, she finds these other surrogates. Sure. But then, like, even the replacement daughter is a male figure. It's... Odd. It's odd. <laughs> it's odd to me. It's odd. The movie. Okay. I will say the the odd part to me. It beat me the fuck up. That movie. The odd part to me had nothing to do with the movie. Right. The odd part to me had to do with when I saw the movie. 
mm. in my life. Ah. So as those of you who listened to the show last Monday know, Matt and I had a friend that died. Right. The entire movie is talking about how Joe is dead. Oh, my God. And our friend's name is or, was, was Joe. Joe. Yeah. Right. And I mean, that was since since you last heard us, all yeah. I've been dealing with, Matt's been, Matt's been out of town, but all I've been dealing with is funeral stuff, and I officiated yeah. the funeral and everything. Oh, and so I wouldn't see this movie. I wouldn't see this movie last night. And like the first couple of times, I was like, oh, that's that's kind of jarring to me. Yeah. And then yeah. by the eighth time, I was like, okay, this is ridiculous now. That somebody's, is tough. Somebody's fucking with me now. And yeah. also, the fact that you bring up the fact that you were the officiant in the wedding, uh, the funeral. Yeah. Uh, the... The same difference. It is, from for the point that I'm making, which is that like it it delays your ability to take in yeah. the circumstances. Yeah, yeah. That's what the whole film is about. Yeah, yeah. I'm a talking a lot of it. Sure. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know what you're bringing up is like that's that's that's, that's these people like this exist and it's common and they're not you know whatever and I think the whole point of the movie is that they you go from that being dysfunctional to finding a way to make it functional. Right. And that's kind of the arc of the movie. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but for the for real life Jacob, yeah, um, you know I officiated a wedding. That's why I went away. I went to right. officiate my brother in law's uh, wedding, and one of the things we were both officiating on the same day. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and I've had to speak at a funeral before, right? And so I knew this going in, but it's it's a strange thing where like it it delays your ability to dive in. So when you're sitting there taking, watching your brother-in-law get married, you can just kind of get lost in how awesome it is or, or how wonderful it is, mm-hmm. assuming it is. Right. Um, and uh, in this case, it was. Uh, and But the funeral thing, a funeral is really, especially, uh, it's actually in, in Gaiman's Sandman. He actually talks about the importance of funerals, regardless hmm. of your beliefs. Where he just says, like, we need, we still need ceremony in our lives. Right. We still need ritual. Yes. Yes. And... Uh, and so, like, you need to go to a funeral just to kind of close out. Yeah, there's a, there's a sense of the, there's a there's a, there's an experience you can point to where you have to mark the occasion and also begin your life of moving on. Chapter sure. end. Yeah, and so uh, not being able to sit in that funeral and take it in, right? You were kind of delaying your own processing. So the combination of you having to officiate the funeral and then see a movie where they constantly bring up the name of uh, the same <laughs> the, the dead guy dead Joe. Name. It has to be annoying. Yeah. It has to be annoying. That's it, tough. It, it was annoying the first time. Yeah. And then it it, it got much less so and by and really by half an hour into the movie I was I was just laughing about it. Yeah. So was like, yeah. This is this is we've now hit the ridiculous point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um no, I remember that happened with me. I was on a uh, was this high school, so I was third wheeling a date as I was as I was the expert at. Mm-hmm. And uh, stick to what you know, legend, legend, the third wheel legend. Wouldn't I be Wouldn't I be a great guy to hang out with uh, to break attention so other people can make out? Uh, so, uh, <laughs> and then I'm about I, to make out with Paul right now. And and wouldn't be the first time. Dead moms are like a are, are like a dime a dozen. You know, mm. like every every movie. Every, oh, yeah. there's just, there's dead moms all over it. So that doesn't necessarily ring anything, but we were seeing some movie that's supposed to be a sweet movie, but the ended up with a daughter who, who, who the dot, the father's reading. I don't even remember the, I don't remember, I couldn't, I couldn't, if you pay me a million dollars, I couldn't remember the name of the movie really? or who was in it. Okay. But I just remember that this is a scene where the daughter, all it was sudden, the Muppets take Manhattan. <laughs> it was, uh, all of a sudden the daughter just flips out. And was like, what does she look like? What does she smell like? What does she talk about? And all of a sudden she started rattling oh. this Ooh. thing in a scene. And I wouldn't even, I didn't even have my guard up. You know, right. like yeah. I, I wasn't even it like, I'm so hits. used to it. I, it was all of a sudden that rapid fire thing. And all of a sudden I just felt like a wave of emotion come over me. 
and I just like got up to go to the bathroom and I went to the bathroom and just fucking broke down and cried. And the worst was that my friend is on a date with this right. girl, you right. know? And then the worst thing that happened was he came in the bathroom. Oh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and then you had, then you're forced to even so talk now, about it more. At least your friend like, wasn't the girl and like, at least he wasn't the date. Yeah. 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 Exactly. That, that's the only way that could have been worse. And then I, unfortunately I have two, I've, it, there's not one story. There's several stories that this has happened where right. I've ended Jeez. up getting upset in front of my friend's girlfriend oh. and them, you know, whatever. And then just having, it's just awful. You become the center of attention. It's not the kind of thing you want to, it, believe me, I, I usually have no problem being center of attention. This is not the kind of thing you want center of attention for. No. Yeah. It was awful. It was awful. I was, yeah, I, I was not ready for how this movie affected me. Yeah, I, I know. I didn't even think about it. I was not ready uh, Only because I just wanted us all to be prepped for the interview. Yeah. And then as well, soon was, as, as soon as you set the text, I wouldn't even find yeah, read, it if I can read it. Um, as soon as you set the text, I was like, oh man, I, uh, wow. Is this, I, I thought the same thing, Anne. Thought. I yeah. basically was like, without, without, not as articulately, but I just went like, "Woof!" Is this not a Paul movie? No. The text, <laughs> the text Matt and I got was uh, that movie really upset me. Some major mom issues. <laughs> and then the follow up was, "Anne liked it a lot." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. So, uh, so she's an improviser, huh? Yes. What a surprise! <laughs> I know exactly, exactly, and. Uh, I know I can't wait to answer. Yeah, we'll get into it more. But there's there's elements of it that I'm even fascinated by because because having Rose Byrne play her, that's got to be its own sure. thing too. But she was just uh, uh, Rose Byrne was just on Daily Show last night plugging X Men, and then they talked about the Suits Random movie a little bit there too, which is like a nice. Free this plug. Uh, movie might do better than X Men. <laughs> I think it might. I think X Men is getting hashed. Well, because it's the same fucking thing over and Man, over again. They and they just don't. Again, well, it's anybody that's not in in that Marvel camp. They just they're fucking around. It, and it's also like it's the biggest mistake they make with those with those X Men movies is they make it about uh, government. Yeah, they make and, it about like a national issue, oh, yeah. and like people go to movies to see relationships and to escape the fucking election yeah. or Congress oh, or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, who yeah. wants to go to a fucking movie and think about Congress? No, 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 no. They, I mean, the first and second films. That you can do, you can do some of that, but it doesn't have to be as ham-fisted. And also, no. And the first time around, it was refreshing. I thought, right? That the, at this was, point, it's it really been done to it, death. It, yeah, but like at this, singer point, just we, keeps hammering it over and over. Like, you don't understand. Equal Mutant rights. equals gay yeah. equals transgender yeah. equals minority equals repressed yeah. equals. No, Brian, like, we, we understand. Oh, but you don't. Again, I'm Are really curious how Nightcrawler turns out, though. Can you gotta you figure this out. Yeah. Hey. So it just is like it just it just. Uh, it's it's yeah. A, I mean, even Civil War did a lot uh, of. Did you see Civil War yet? No, I saw it. Uh, they they touched on a lot of very pertinent modern day political issues yeah. without drilling it into your brain. Right. You know, I love. Did you see the Onion video? The Onion review of Civil mm, War. No. <laughs> It's great. Uh, I posted on the on our on the Hey Scoops Facebook page, but a while ago, I think two weeks ago or a week uh-huh. ago. Um, oh yeah, I did see that. Uh, where he just says, "Civil War is too many uh, too many things I don't understand. I think more characters need an origin story." <laughs> and so uh, it's just exactly pans. the opposite. It just, of pans, it just pans and points to extras, and you're like, "How did he end up there? Oh. Did, why, why isn't there a movie about him?" <laughs> 
Oh boy. This guy over here needs a movie. This guy needs a movie. That pretty guy funny. needs a movie. That's this alarm shows up. We don't have we don't know their origin. <laughs> See, that's that's what's so great about that is that there's not a fuck ton of origin shit in it. Oh no, no. It is no that is great. No. Yeah. Marvel is doing what I think every comic book reader ever wanted. Yep. Which is to actually get the stars to play those characters in a great way and then to do what comic books do, which is have them cross over into each other's adventures. Yep, have the characters The connect. fact that the Civil War is even hitting at all is a fucking miracle in terms of how movies get made. Yeah. I mean, just a miracle that you could get Robert Downey Jr. and everybody sign oh, on yeah. and play it's all those crazy fucking things. how many people are in that fucking I mean, bad. Robert Downey Jr. is going to become a billionaire for playing Iron Man. Yep. Yeah. Which is nuts. Yeah. He uh, deserves it. Yeah. Those things will hold up forever. The Our crazy kids, thing, kids will be watching those. The Marvel crazy thing flicks. to me, honestly, is, and like what you're talking about how how the movies are getting put together. Yeah. The crazy thing to me is how much more money Robert Downey Jr. is making than any of the other cast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're still in. Oh, exactly. The yeah, fact yeah. the fact that they're still in is, I mean, a it's a testament to how much money they're still making. Yeah, but I mean, like that's that is a well put together. It's insane. Uh, yeah, it's insane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, had a beautiful moment when I went to the we went up to Ventura, California for the wedding. Yeah, right. Driving around, checking the hotel. We drive down the road that's going to go to a hotel, and we look out the right, and we go like, "Is that the beach?" And we're like, "Oh, we're right on the beach." We had no idea, you know. Mm. And all of a sudden, I just said to Sarah, "I was like, have our kids been to the beach?" And she was like, "No." And so we just turned around and went down and just. Plop, went and brought our kids out to the beach. Nice. And them saw for the beach. ocean for the first time. And, um, you know, one kid is 13 months old. I mean, what does he care? Right. But um, Toss him in with a man of war. He loves sand. Go. He loves sand. Okay. Um, but the uh, my oldest said, the, the, as adorable as it could have gone, he'd be like, he he pointed to the ocean and said, pool? And I said, yeah, buddy, it's a really big pool. He goes, yeah, that's a big pool. <laughs> I like that he agreed. <laughs> you are, you are right, Dad. The that biggest, is a big pool. Oh, he's going through. I mean, he's pool. he's picking up on like this. this, this so like he'll <laughs> he'll say things like, "We gotta get out of the pool, buddy." I'm like, well, maybe we can, you know, maybe stay in the pool for longer or something. <laughs> like mm-hmm. he has his like he he, he hears he's how gonna we, make the deal, but he just doesn't know how to make the deal. Yeah, exactly. Like, so like, he basically is like, I think it's it's it's. It's a, an indictment on how Sarah and I probably communicate to each other. You yeah. Know? Oh, right. You know, like it's totally like how we, he's parroting the way we talk about. So like, I, yeah. that is absolutely me where instead of saying like, Hey, let's go to the bouncy park or whatever. I'd be like, I don't know, maybe we can go to the bouncy park or something, you know, whatever. And so like, and then she hears my wife agree. So he now knows. Maybe we add. could um, not get out of the pool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he does just say like, but he's know, also I not just straight up minutes. saying no, right? Which is the improviser thing. That's he what I'm saying. Say, he doesn't say no. We have raised him. <laughs> Sarah and I are both improv training. We really yeah. try to say no as little as possible. Right. So we really try to. That's uh, cute. It, it ends up with a lot of other unfair tactics. It's not like we we, raise, we live in perfect harmony in our household. Sure. Is that we we immediately govern with like uh, bad choices. Uh, uh, um, not bad choices, but like uh, arbitrary choices that force him away from the thing he wants to do, right? Yeah. So uh, we talked about this on the, one of the, the Penn & Teller TV pods that I wish people could see. It was on elections. I wish they could re-release it right now. It was funny because we profiled Gary Johnson on it, but it was back when there was something, a different type of like a bullshit-like show that Showtime was looking at for, for a second. And and the election episode was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, But th- we did a great thing on choice. Choice is not freedom. 
was a great setup. Uh-huh. And we had this thing of like keeping your eye on the sheep, on the sheep you want or whatever. And we had this thing where we wrote this thing where Teller did a stand up where he would move the sheep around and we'd make you pick the same sheep every time. Um, and even just the fact that like, hey, you you want the greatest person, you know, like right now we're facing with, you want the greatest person in the world to be president? Sure. You can have Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump, you know? And that's what we do with our kid. You know, like, this is like, okay, I'll tell you what we can do. We can either uh, brush our teeth and go to bed or take a bath and brush your teeth and go to bed. You know, if you want to take a bath, so just brush your teeth. You know, so you just, we don't say no, but we just start offering the things that we need to do. Yeah, but, yeah. but it is interesting because we, I do notice other children say no more than my child. Oh, yeah. And it is also the side effect that my child is becoming more manipulative <laughs> than the average child because of it. It's not so like, it's we not, could maybe not get out of the pool? Yeah, exactly. So it's like, I think maybe we should try two more minutes, you know, things like that. <laughs> and, and he says it's an adorable way that you, he knows. Like he right. knows he's saying in a way that's more likable than crying. That's you know? good. Right. Uh, and it is good, but it's funny because like it doesn't, it doesn't end up with a more obedient child. My child is definitely just <laughs> much more. And I see it just with other people. Like they are taken off guard. Yeah. Uh, but people who are are, are, are are tasked with watching my kid, yeah. or, or or you know school and stuff like that, he's right. he was he's fucking little manipulative he's shit. Got a different tactic set. Yeah. The last time the last time I was at your house, there were two things. One yeah. is I found myself really starting to watch my language around Keeler. Interesting, because and, and that's not something that you and Sarah do. Yeah, but you know I I I noticed that Keeler is picking up more and more oh, yeah, stuff yeah, now. Absolutely, yeah, and yeah. so I'm just like I don't want to be the reason that suddenly Keeler calls somebody a cunt. No, exactly, exactly. No, and I, it's I don't, I don't. You, you won't be able to help that, Jake. You will be. <laughs> it's it's you true. Will be the I know will be. And because it's something on the air, it's like that. People always are like, "Well, you let your kids curse." And that's not true. No, no, no. My kids can't curse yet, and they don't curse. Yeah. And I don't want. I've them never to. heard them curse. And uh, it's going to be like you know, an improv. You know, we're taught uh, that you can't argue, right? And the truth is that that there are plenty of improv scenes that are hilarious and they are happen to be arguments, but there are arguments that, that, and I always, and this is the way I teach it. I say there are arguments in which the improviser are improvising where the both performers know that one person is right and one person is wrong. Mm. And they're exploring, putting that person on the ropes. They're writing the same scene. They are yes, ending each other and painting this awful picture mm-hmm. as a, together. That makes it funny. The level of agreement that has to go into right. a disagreement is right. Right. And yeah. so they agree to make that person wrong right and i always say if you don't understand what i just said then don't argue mm. you know and so you can argue if you know how to argue as, as you, you know how to co-accomplish an argument or scene with your scene partner you can argue right um and so with my children is that right now they're not cursing and if they do curse i will encourage them not to curse i will mm. encourage them to understand the meaning of the word and then you know you shouldn't if you know how it's going to hurt people then right. know the meaning behind it and if they don't understand it then they can't curse. You know? Huh? Yeah. Have you not, used like graphical aids in describing Blue Waffle and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, for Lemon Party, I just invited them to one. <laughs> <laughs> but then the um, other thing was... <laughs> when we, the Goatsy Day was the day they slept in our bed. And they, they, had, they had to sleep in our bed that night. <laughs> That one got uh, to him. We just set up people just, down just, a Google rabbit hole. That just not show them that jar. <laughs> just show them that jar video. <laughs> Today's the day. The jar. Oh, oh. my god! That fucking video. Ooh. I don't know the jar video. What? I don't know. Come on. Seriously, man. I know. I know. Goatsy blue waffle eleven party. Two girls, one cup. You ain't seen the jar. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I can tell we're gonna have to cut off Paul's phone. Might be the coup de gras. <laughs> I have Might to, uh... be the coup de gras. Oh, it's one of the more horrible things I've ever seen in my life. 
uh, <laughs> my buddy did a web series and he hasn't made it public yet. Oh. Uh, but he there's there's a job of my buddy Jim Fastad, great writer, uh, good actor. I didn't mean to qualify it one or the other. Now everyone thinks he's a better writer than actor, and I didn't mean to do it that way. <laughs> I was bummed that Jim stopped production on his uh, video game series that he had. For yeah, a long yeah, time. yeah. That was really good. It was really good. He's he's an, he's excellent. He's, 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 he's a super talented he's, guy. But he's yeah, he's got a lot of irons in the fire. So he did uh, a web series, and he I hope he releases it. But it's called Antisocial, and uh, it's about the real life job of someone who has to watch. What people post, like the, there's people on Facebook oh, right. who have to monitor all postings, yeah, and figure out like, wow, like when people try to put on like that. execution videos, oh, that oh yeah, kind of stuff. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Blah. So, oh no, I was amazed the other day. I I had to report a post on Facebook, yeah, and this was like a, a whole, somebody else's web page and all this stuff, and. Uh, somebody was being abusive and all this stuff and, and so i reported it on the, i did the little report on facebook which i had to figure out how to do first because i've sure. never done this before yeah and, and so I, I sent it in and i got like a quick little just auto response back you know we'll look into it blah 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 right six minutes later yeah i got you know a personal email back you know obviously someone had typed it up yeah with the with the response to it like yes this is abusive and yes this will be taken down you know, blah and, right uh, I was like, that's wow, someone's job that's, that person was fast. Yeah, yeah, that's someone's job. Um, I have you ever flagged uh, media on Facebook? No, because I don't believe in that. Right. I'm like, fuck it. You want to put that up as your thing? Thank you. Now I know who you are. Uh, right. I I, uh, I will never. I don't. I'm not a big censorship. Although. No, I'm just not a big censorship guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm curious because in this case, I think you're trying to stop abuse in action. Yeah, yeah. You're... And, and it was a, abuse like at my mom. Ah, too. Oh, no, that's so not there, cool. Yeah, there was a whole. There's a whole. There's a whole backstory no, 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 there that's, that's not fine, interesting. That's fine. Uh, yeah, it's, it's I have, but I, 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 it's, it's, not, it's not. It's not. I have hidden posts. Oh, I I hide posts like a mother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I have like no, I don't need to hear still, anything more from this. Yes, person. no, and but that's, that's my biggest. But advice that's to, what you need. You have to see their posts first to know. Oh, okay. Absolutely, I flagged one post once, mm. and I regretted it. Oh yeah, uh, it was a very graphic anti-abortion comic. Ooh. And it really just uh, that guy does not get as much work as you think. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Nutty's and uh, Nutty's Chuckle Butt. Nutty's Chuckle Butt. This is uh, our opener tonight. Really hates abortion, and he's very graphic about it. Give it up for Keep Your Pants On Patterson. <laughs> Keep your pants on Patterson, the anti-abortion comic. <laughs> hey, you fucking scumbags. <laughs> I'm looking at an audience right now. I bet a bunch of you are going to go to some fucking hotel and fuck. How many of you are married? <laughs> Shut up. Oh. If you're not married, you should not be fucking. Because you know what fucking is for? Tell a joke. You're the joke. You're likely the product of an illegitimate union. Am I am I right, sir? No. I Your mean, parents were wed when you were conceived? Yeah. Yes. Well, lucky you. Most people in this godforsaken country aren't. 
And you know why? Oh, God. Tell a joke, please. Here's the joke. Fetuses are being used to make milkshakes. <laughs> yeah, you can laugh about it on the way home. Because that's when it'll hit you. All right, Pantsless Patterson, it's everybody. A, like, it's like a joke grenade. Pantsless Patterson. More of a truth. Uh, I'm not fucking Patterson. done. Pantsless Patterson, everybody. <laughs> Abortion uh, is murder. Yeah, so I flagged that guy's YouTube clip. <laughs> No, it showed like a cart. It showed it was a cartoon, but it showed like um, honestly, like it showed it showed fetuses in a dumpster. No, and it was a guy like holding it up to someone and being like, "See, you know, it was see like, all these fetuses yeah. in the dumpster." And I was like, "Fucking get the that the fuck off Facebook!" And then I you should be composting those. I did it. I was like, "That's yeah, that's you know how many plants could grow? You know how many yeah. you know healthy broccoli outside no, of the pan Planned Parenthood? They have their trash cans, their recyclables." And another bin marked with a baby's smiling face. <laughs> where they put the babies. Oh, is that, oh, I, I didn't know where you were going with that. It's and, not uh, really a joke so much as an observation. Observational humor, yeah. So I don't know humor is the word. Uh, <laughs> Keep your pants on, everybody. I think I want to abort this bit. <laughs> um, so I've, I've, I respect your choice to, to have this bit. No. <laughs> My freedom of choice was to not have bed. this bed. Um, yeah, so I, I find it, and then I was like, ah, I mean, it was awful, but like, yeah, I, I shouldn't have. I don't think flagging it was the way to go about it. I do have one person. So you that had I a keep... partial term flagging. <laughs> oh! I want to be like, if the post, oh! if the post is up for more than three weeks, it should be allowed to stay there. <laughs> Before you can flag it, a parent has to sign off. Like in in, in Rhode Island, the the, the post can get there for all nine months before you take it down. But in Texas, you gotta you gotta get the post out before three weeks. <laughs> gotta get it quick. Yeah, you gotta get it quick. Um, it is harder to take it down after it gets bigger. <laughs> I want to say... Oh, we're off the rails. I'm, I apologize to our listeners. However, I think that's the smartest joke we've ever made. It might be. It might be. I really be. think it's the most clever we've ever been. It might be. Sadly. Sadly, it's just, it was really nice. It felt really good. It felt really good to make that connection. Uh, oh, boy. Anyhow. So, yeah. All right. Uh, we, know, we know you come here for the savvy abortion. <laughs> <laughs> Critique. <laughs> Yorf. Oh boy. All right. <laughs> Let's get into some scoop mail. <laughs> Message for you, son. Our best lead into scoop mail yet. <laughs> our, our, <laughs> this is the most gratitude we've ever had for having scoop mail, I think it's right now. Uh, let's see. We got one here from Jess. Hey guys, I'm a little behind on ICS, seeing as raising a newborn is just a little time-consuming. And uh, just heard Jeff Scoop Mail asking advice about unwanting, uh, unwanted parenting advice. At the end of the email, we uh, he teased that if it was a boy, he would share one of the names with someone on the show. I think we just talked about unwanted parenting advice. <laughs> <laughs> Should name your son Facebook post. <laughs> 
Well, sorry for you guys, but it was a girl. Oh and Caitlyn Jane was born April 25th. Uh, anyway, I won't hold it out. I won't hold out on you, uh, Jacob. Your name was high on my list, uh, but that is also the name my best friend loves, and I didn't want to take that away from her. Uh, you should have taken that away from her. Uh, I've known that she wanted to name a future son that since we were in high school. That leaves Sirs Donnelly and Mattingly. If if we were having a boy, that name would have been Penn Mattingly Harris. Wow, Penn Mattingly Harris. Is That's a beautiful. Incredibly name. complimentary, dude. Uh, sorry, Matt, but Mattingly just had a better ring to it. Fuck you. <laughs> and he turned Jeff onto the wonderful world of comics, resulting in my love for Captain America. I really tried to have a boy uh, be named uh, James Buchanan, but Jeff said no. Uh, Paul would probably know that reference. Uh, Not sure if Matt will. Wh- you tell me that Donnelly, Oklahoma City, Thunder, Harris doesn't have a ring to it? Oh, I think it does. <laughs> Little baby Bucky. I like it. Uh, anyway, uh, we love all you guys. Thanks for the chaos and awesomeness that is ICF. Fucking you in the face, Jess. Thank you, Jess. Thank you, Jess. Uh, that's very lovely. And congratulations, oh, Buchanan Bucky. Yes, congratulations okay. on the new child. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, we have one here from Scoopy and the Beast. I'm just trying not to make terrible jokes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's so hard. That's why I'm moving along. We're in a, moving on. We're in a weird space right oh. now. From Scooby and the Beast. Gentlemen, <laughs> I'm confused. When exactly is the sweat house open? Motherfucker. Thanks for clearing this up, Scooby and the Beast. I'm, I believe it's closed. No, Matt. What's Are that? you sure? It's open. Oh, yeah? Yes, the sweat house is open. Matter of fact, it's always open. And you're going to be open. Me? Yeah. Check your local papers for openings. Check your openings for local papers. Come hungry. Leave fucked. The Sweat House. Today's episode is brought to you by The Sweat House. (laughs) Every episode from here on out. Located off the 404. Patrick in Tennessee says... <laughs> Near Daryl Strawberry. <laughs> on episode 226, Paul said Roadhead is not an everyday thing. Until it is. Wh- what? <laughs> well done, Patrick in Tennessee. <laughs> if, if anything, get us out of this it's hole. Not a, in it's thing. not an everyday thing until it is. I think that's true of everything. <laughs> no, no. Just Roadhead. Just, Just Roadhead. roadhead. In high school, back in 1983, I was a senior and a basketball star. It was a really small school, so the big fish in the small pond thing definitely applies here. I was dating a hot little sophomore. Tell us about it. We're a podcast in Vegas. (laughs) And that young, lovely lady loved, loved, loved giving me head. Jesus. And Roadhead became a regular part of our lives for about a year. What? On game days, Tuesdays and Fridays, I would give her a ride home, and she always gave me Roadhead. Many times we'd be behind the school bus that goes past her house, and I'd have to slow the car down so I wouldn't get too close to the bus, lest someone see her bobbing head. I had to uh, time the drive just right so I could come before we got to her house. You are a superhero. (laughs) I remember several times. Why isn't a movie being made right now? (laughs) You listening, Hollywood? We have a new hero. Everyday Roadhead. (laughs) On HBO. (laughs) I'd, just make it a series. Yeah, I agree. It's like Bang Bus, but better. <laughs> After the fourth one, you're like, 
These all these all seem like the same thing. Oh, but but who knows what's gonna happen next week? I, I do. The, do you? The most difficult part. It's the road roadhead. I'll just from my perspective mm. is thrilling because the idea of operating your vehicle and being able to finish is like impossible without it being dangerous. For me, whenever I think about it, and this '83, I don't know how strict were the seatbelt laws at this point. Because that's that where that's your in. first question. That factors in because, like, in a small town, I'm imagining he's in a truck, okay. single cab, long seat, bench, slower, bench slower. seat, bench slower. seat exactly. Bench seat slower. is so important. Like, look at me, Paul. If you got no seat belt, all right, don't look at me. Seat, don't look at me. Don't look at me. No seat belt and a bench seat. Okay, look you, at me. That's a recipe for roadhead. <laughs> you really are listening to me. <laughs> but, but. If you're in like a fucking Prius. Hey, let me tell you something. I had a Volkswagen Golf stick shift and it still managed to happen. <laughs> it can, but would you would you rate that an optimal roadhead car? Well, that's the thing, right? So so I had to like find a highway <laughs> car that, that I could stay in gear. an optimal roadhead car. <laughs> yeah. I guess you're, but J- that, Jacob's right. Your fucking red wagon is an Jacob, optical <laughs> roadhead Jacob's car. Jacob's right. Jacob's right. When you're right, you're right. <laughs> No, I understand what Any you're saying. Any vehicle in which roadhead occurs Here, is the is optimal, optimal roadhead vehicle. Here, here's, <laughs> True. here's where I'll engage you on the 1983 you're thing. You're just sitting on a road. It's fine. <laughs> sitting on a road. Just, just miming a steering wheel. <laughs> oh, getting mimed roadhead. Getting on an unrelated road. note, my neighbors hate me. <laughs> and so does the people at the Wendy's drive-thru. <laughs> Um, so can't you see the car? Can't you see the car? How how could I be getting blown by this person if there wasn't a car around us? That would be stupid. Grow up, Wendy. How many people are getting roadheaded the drive-through? I mean, the answer is not zero. Not right. Right. The answer is not right. zero. What was the recent thing with the freaky? I mean, not the there was the what do you call it the the high roller, but there was some other. The high roller. I mean, there was another weird with taxi cabs and Uber Uber yeah. cars and stuff like that. Oh, Uber car. That's got to be the worst. That's the thing. Like, I was really as my, my one week as an Uber driver. You were like, somebody's gonna fuck in my car. Yes, and I was like, did somebody fuck in your no, car? I did like four rides. No, I but nothing. Uh, yes, someone definitely fucked in Matt's car. If I oh, I mean, not as an Uber driver. So <laughs> uh, uh, you had to get off the clock first. Jake, Jake and Jake fucked in my. Car. <laughs> uh, not it was, together. It, it, it was a it was a dare. A dare. It was it was they were one upping each other. Jacob got to rat out. Um, so scabbers. <laughs> scabby scabby got in there. Scabby rat took up the whole back seat. Uh, so oh. we we um, we should not have inflated him. Uh, <laughs> that was a tactical error. I'm more grossed out at the deflated scabby in the back seat of the car, but. Um, <laughs> Going if, floppy. If I was not, if I was not a family man, I would, I would find this idea exciting. Right. But you know, I'm moving my kids' car seats out of the way so I can drive around Uber. You know, <laughs> so right. it's not. Yeah. Which is probably like half the reason I stopped. One that I got a job, and then two is like the idea of loading my kids' car seats. You know, there's a lot of like levers and stuff involved. That's a lot right. of work. A lot of securing involved. In Putting a, kid's a car, car seat. seat in is not easy. No, it's not. That's why it's just most people don't use them. <laughs> right. 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 Let the um, babies fall where they may, they as go they where say. They may. In 1983, there wasn't all this complicated car See, seats. Yeah, this bullshit. Oh, and that's where I'm with I you used on to this ride, road. I used to ride in the floor of my father's pickup truck. 
I used to ride in the trunk of my friend's car. Right? Yeah, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. We're all fine. We all she had the, a two-seater. <laughs> so her, me, yeah. and my friend were all in the car. Yep. We were allowed to be out of the seats playing in the back of our big Chevy van. Big mm-hmm. Chevy, uh, um, you know, those big family vans. Right. right. Big backseat area. And uh, although I did fall out of it while it was driving. Oh, yes. So, I think we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. So so I, I, do, I do have a little bit of a... I guess it is safer to be buckled in. In fairness. In fairness. <laughs> I remember the story. Yeah, yeah. I fell out. And, and I, your brother was like... Um, he waited. Yeah. My little brother's the only one who saw me. And he waited for my dad to ask, where's Matt? And then he was like, out the back door. <laughs> um, and I was just running and crying and screaming. No. Um, so... In 1983, I bet there weren't the annoy- annoying uh, alarms that go off when you don't have your seatbelt on. Yeah, so, I don't know when that became standard. Right because now, it's now it's How a regulation. Could you possibly come with that ding, yeah, yeah, ding, yeah. ding. That's the only way. I can and, come. Or with your seatbelt. <laughs> Jake has it on the. Uh, here's G- the thing. Up. All right, play the tune. Here's the thing. Ding, ding. When I was in, Ow! when I was in China. They had seatbelt pieces that were just the buckle mm-hmm. with a little like wooden knob on the end mm-hmm. that they would plug in. Oh, so they wouldn't have to wear seatbelts. So they wouldn't have they wouldn't wear their seatbelts, but they also wouldn't trigger the noise. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've heard of that. Yep. Uh, I, I've never seen it in the, in any kind of commonplace way. In, it was, it I was saw it in practice all the time there. Yeah. Uh, I used to hate wearing a seatbelt as well. I would also do the thing where I regularly had it buckled in and just eat, let the seatbelt stay on the seat uh-huh. and just sit against it. Yes. Put it behind you. And then my friend was like, uh, it was actually Jim, who we were just talking about, who wrote Antisocial. Uh, he uh, was like, they do actually save lives, motherfucker. We're like, wear your actual seatbelt. And he, yeah. just, he would just yell at me until I wore my actual seatbelt. And I was like, you're right. I should actually just wear a seatbelt. His last name is Nader, right? Yeah, his last yeah. name is Ralph Nader. Um, <laughs> anyhow, okay, so Captain Roadhead, are we still with him? I uh, probably. I mean, the end of the story, I don't know if there's an end of the story. It's just amazing. Oh, uh, I remember several times giving that satisfying grunt just as I pulled into her driveway. I remember doing that as I pulled God, into her driveway too. Being able to time it like that—I mean, you're a hero. That's what I was getting at. Is that like the, uh, the, the this guy is the man? The finishing at all oh. is just a, is a feat. Let alone oh. being able to time it. I can't even. You're fat. multi. Like the Air Force should have access to you. Like. <laughs> Your ability to concentrate on both those things with timing? You are a top gun. You are top gun. I'll fly with you any day, Maverick. Uh, then there was the time that she blew me while we were watching TV on her sofa with her mom cooking dinner in the kitchen about Shut 20 feet away. Shut the front up. door. No. no. You're a liar now. No, no. You're just, that can't happen. Nah, no, that could. I know. And it's crazy. She laid my jacket over my lap. Then she laid down and put her head in my lap. The next thing I know, she had my cock out and was sneakily sucking me off underneath the jacket. Sneakily. With her mom puttering around in the kitchen, she wasn't able to finish me off. But when I left a few hours later, she walked out with me and blew me as we stood outside the kitchen door. What a champ! I was 18 and I was already spoiled for life. Right. I had no way of knowing then that I would never... Ever no. have it as good as I did my yeah. senior year of high school? No, who is Patrick this? Who is this girl? I don't know. Uh, Saint something. You, but he's he's there's what right? But there's that's the other thing. He hit it. Yeah. That what would the rest of your life is forfeit? No, I know. And what do you like, even do? Every relationship, you're like, oh well, oh well. Yeah, that was nice. Thanks for. Oh my goodness. Thanks for blowing me in the elevator once. <laughs> Yeah, how do you ever get over that? 
I mean, you know, it's, it's supposed How to do you like come back from the edge. We're we're old enough where like the hottest things can't happen to us anymore. You know what I mean? Like that. No. There's, that's not that ship has sailed. <laughs> you know, like, Maybe for you guys. Uh, what's hotter? Uh, than, what's you know what I mean? Like, there's no like because you know what I actually get like when you're in high school the trouble is like parental and school you yeah. know and that kind of trouble is thrilling but yes. not like go to jail like but if you get caught yeah now yes. now shit's you can go get, you get like arrested then you got you know like, or what? murdered yeah or murdered, <laughs> or murdered. <laughs> I guess that is worse, yes, Paul. <laughs> also, you know, the part that I'm most jealous of is that she finished the job later. Yeah. How many times it's dedication homes. This isn't the, this isn't be this isn't be rhetorical. I'm phrasing it like it's rhetorical. I'll just say there are times where I've done something incredibly hot but not been able to finish the job because of circumstances. Mm-hmm. And then by the time you come back around, that person's not necessarily still thrilled like there's, right. they don't want to feel like indebted to finish the the deal mm. and you're like yeah yeah that was hot but you know fine mm-hmm. meanwhile i want exactly what happened to that guy yeah mm. i want them to feel indebted yeah let's finish the feel job indebted. let's finish what we started it i know it's more boring now but it's still fucking right let's yeah. do it let's get it oh goodness sakes oh heady days <laughs> oh heady heady days <laughs> all right road heady days <laughs> From Ice Blue Scoop. Fuck you. Yes, all three of you. Fuck oh, you for making this podcast and talking about human stuff. Fuck you for opening <laughs> your lives to us scoops and letting us into your world. Fuck you for making me feel like I know you, like we're friends and shit. And a double scoop fuck you to Matt. Fuck okay. you for opening your innermost revelations about living with depression. Today of all days, when I finally got this crappy liquid eyeliner stuff to look good, your ha- heartfelt sharing brings a moment of realization to my broken soul, and tears flood my face as I'm driving down the I-15, ruining oh, oh. my perfectly applied eye makeup. I really am sorry. I really am, because I, I did that makeup uh, pilot, reality pilot with Sarah back in New York, Yeah, uh, where we, it was a competition for guys to put makeup on women. And this is fine. You can. It's on YouTube somewhere. Yeah. I, I challenge the scoops to find. It. I, I found it a while ago, and then I didn't find it. But it's, it was called "Make Up Your Mate" or something like that. Oh man, this is a real thing. Matt's not it making a, this up. It was not. It was a real. It was a was pilot. This, was this it, the it hardest thing? And so I was on there. I was up against this like mil- marine guy, and uh, Sarah and I are. are uh, it was couple versus couple. And we got makeup advice, and then uh, had to apply to makeup to each other. Yeah. And the producers made the final task applying liquid eyeliner. Ooh. And any woman out there right now is laughing already because yeah. liquid eyeliner is a fucking crazy-ass thing to figure out on its own. And then to ha- put it in the hand of a guy who just learned how to do any kind of makeup an hour ago was such a bad idea. You're walking the line of Egyptian goddess and nightmare clown yes. always. right. <laughs> and in the time challenge, I made my wife look like the second thing. <laughs> Was, was Egyptian goddess the second thing? I don't remember. Nope. Oh, okay. I, I lost by. <laughs> I uh, lost. I lost by a mile. I lost by a lot. I lost by a lot of my. I lost by a smile. I, and the thing was that there was two challenges ahead of time, and I was winning those challenges. But I just the final task. I was uh, gotcha. Just destroyed. Just liquid just eyeliner. Made my wife ra- a raccoon. It's the bitch. Yeah. It's really hard. So I do understand this. So I am really sorry. All right. Ice Blue Scoop. Uh, fuck you, Matt, for making my brain realize that I need to seek counseling and finally confront 30 years of telling myself I can manage this shit on my own. I made the phone call today. So in the most sincere Good. ways that you guys have taught me to express true gratitude, fuck you. 
Yeah, no. Uh, P.S. No, I'm not drunk while typing this ice blue scoop. Good. Good. That's why it's on the air. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, there's nothing wrong with seeking counseling early. You know, there's nothing wrong with like I. You know, I remember New York was super helpful. I ended up just getting, uh, a, a friend of mine was in the life coaching business, and I did sessions with him. It turns out I really liked it. You mm-hmm. know, and it, and then it turned out I didn't know I was going through anything, but it helped shit there. Someone who's isolated, whose job it is to listen to all of your bullshit with no, you know, like you get self-conscious talking to your to your wife, your girlfriend, sure. your boyfriend, or your friends or whatever, you know, like you get self-conscious talking to your parents even at a certain point or they don't understand at a certain point. Like there's something about talking to a professional about all your shit, dumping it all on them and then being able to walk out of the room and that's their job. Don't you don't feel any guilt about it, and that alone is just a liberating process. So someone else wrote this on the um, the scoop group. That's the 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 Facebook group for the citizens of, of our. We don't run it. It's just it, it, someone wrote on there like get help before you hit rock bottom. Like go ahead and get yeah. help. Go for it. Yep. Feel no shame and no guilt about it. It's it's nuts. Don't yeah. don't you know, to hit the wall. It's fine. Think of it as something like it's nice. It's just nice to spend an hour just dumping your shit on someone. Brain spa. It's like a mental hooker. It is. Think, go get a mental hooker. Yeah. Get yourself a cheap, dirty mental hooker. You do your thing. You leave your money on the dresser. You walk out. Everybody's happy. It's like, you know, there's that guy, speaking of uh, uh, dirty dirty hooker, is there's a guy he says, he's, who he was, got famous in New York. He was a, a, a vagrant, a bum, mm-hmm. who uh, had a jar that said, a dollar to yell at me. Right. Uh, I like that. And uh, he said people would come up and put money in his jar, and they said the most surprising thing was they didn't yell at him at all. They didn't yell about him being homeless. They didn't yell about him being a vagrant or in shower. They didn't, they didn't yell about the problem of, of, of him at all. They all projected on him someone in their lives. They yelled at their bosses. They fought right. with their wives. And it was one of the most, he said it was the most eye-opening experiences of his uh, that he could possibly imagine i would have been no surprised idea. if they had yelled at him really i don't know yeah. if i've told you guys before about this too but i i i discovered that during my uh klingon days oh, you're right yeah yeah remember how like yeah people, uh, go up and- people would come up and they'd talk shit to the ferengi a lot yeah and they'd call them four eyes they'd call them brace face uh pizza face and it was all it was mostly kids because yeah. it was a theme park but it was all reflexive Kids yeah. with glasses would call the characters four eyes. That right. is Kids with crazy. bad acne would call them pizza face. Yeah. Kids with braces would say, what's up, metal mouth? Even though they had none of these attributes. Oh, I know. And that's... And, and yeah. it's just like, just it was a way to get... It's so weird. I say it's crazy, but I always... To be switch, uh, the amount switch of therapy from, I've gone through, every time I get super mad, yeah. I'm always like, I know I'm just mad at myself. I'm mad at someone else, and I go, Right, and it's I know, all the only time. And I'll sit there stewing in anger, being like, How can this fucking be about me right now? But anger I'm so fucking only angry comes right now. from something that upset <laughs> that that we find upsetting about ourselves. Yes, the only reason we get angry is because something that we see reflected. Yeah, of that we don't like about us. Yeah, yeah. crazy. It is weird. It's fucking crazy. That's why I don't get angry very often. <laughs> oh, boy. No, no one shake that snow globe over there. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Oh, we should move on to Jog vs. Dirt, huh? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah we we're, should. We're, we're deep. We're balls deep in this episode. <laughs> Ladies and Gentlemen, it is time. 
explosion right as I pull into the driveway. Barf. (laughs) Satisfying groan. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. We have a jock versus nerd today from our buddy Steve. Hi, Steve. It's a video jock versus nerd. Oh, interesting. And I think he, I, I know that he put this up on YouTube, so you can find uh, you can find this video up on YouTube as well. So okay. uh, here we go. Let's see how this works. We'll have to post it to our page. Subterranean ladder calling Chan. Subterranean ladder calling Chan. School post Eve here. Skipped on with this edition of Jock versus Nerd versus Jacob. Tip of the chapeau to you all. Oh, shit. <laughs> Jesus. Can you understand this? Yes. Okay. But only because I'm reading it. So, Jock versus Nerd versus Jacob. Tip of the chapeau to you all. So, he's done this before, right? Yes. Without replaying a creepy video. Okay. No, yeah. This, this is a, a new one from Scoop of Steve. Okay. Jacob, you will be prompted when to pause, followed by a distinctive beep. Oh, shit. No, <laughs> so very loud. Vulcan chicks are fickle. opening for an episode she chooses the challenge there's a lot of shit going on hello paul oh here we go i don't know what's happening this is star trek footage it's uh the pond far ritual brave sir paul ran away bravely ran away away when danger reared its ugly head he bravely turned his tail and fled yes yes brave sir paul turned about and gallantly he chickened out Call the bridge. What the fuck is going on? Am I, I being know. brainwashed right now? <laughs> yes. I think so. Hello, Matt. Tea brings scoop of Vulcan here. I have a question for you. In a battle to the death between Superman and Batman, who would win? Communications officer, pause now. Wait, in a battle to the in death. In a battle to the death. Superman and Batman, who would a, win? There's a right answer to this question? <laughs> Not I mean, isn't this something people debate online for like decades? Yeah. Well, you saw the movie, didn't uh, you? No. Oh. I saw one movie, and it was the fucking meddler. Because I have <laughs> kids, and I didn't have two hours. The meddler. Here's the thing. So my wife and I. It was, be- it was better than Batman vs Superman. I know. I, I want to. Um, I think I'm the only person that enjoyed that movie. I know. I liked. I liked no, parts no. of it, but. It hasn't held up in your esteem. You, well, you were fine with it when it first came out. When, when I went and watched uh, the first Superman movie, yeah. the Man of Steel, yeah. it got worse. Oh, okay. Because I just because then because then I, I went back and thought about Batman vs Superman. I was like, I hate Superman. Yeah, yeah and that's yeah. stupid. Why should we hate Superman? Zack Snyder fucked himself. Okay, anyway, so, hey, Batman no, vs Superman. I oh, come on. No, but so so the wife. Uh, we found out from our friends that like they they have two kids as well, uh-huh. and so. Uh, She'll let one, they'll have one go to see the movies one night and one go the next night oh. or one see it at one time and go one go at later time. One kid or one person? No, one person so, the, so they don't have to hire a sitter. Oh, that's kind of slick. Right. I, I, I gave this wife the idea to my wife and she was not as into it. Really? She just wants to see movies with me. Hates when I go see movies without her. And uh, we don't have time to go see movies. Anne is ha- half and half with it. She used to like going to see movies by so herself. So she's part skim milk, part milk. Yes. Right. But... I was glad that we were. I was glad that we were able to go see it <laughs> yesterday together. I'm glad too. Someone should have been there for you. But then, glad you weren't by yourself. It's it's true. She, I she might, had to drive home, right? I wouldn't have made it through the whole film if she wasn't there. You were left. I would have left. Yeah. Early, error. But you do admit some of this is on you. 
It's all on me. <laughs> okay, okay. It's all on me. Clear. There's not, nothing wrong with the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just me. Yeah. It just hit me like fucking woof. But um, uh, I got The Witch on DVD, mm-hmm. which I've heard is really cool. Mm-hmm. And and I I popped that out of the mailer yesterday, and, and I was like, oh, The Witch. And because I was going to watch it. Yeah. And, and uh, she's like, and I'm like, unless you want to watch it with me. She's like, oh, I do. It's supposed to be all... You know, have a kind of a nice, subtle feminist bent and all this cool stuff. It's like, oh, let's watch that together. I'm like, okay, when do you think? We say, well, I'm going out of town next week, so late after that. I'm like, oh, damn it. No. <laughs> That's the same thing. Like, uh, I want to start watching The Preacher Yeah, on AMC. By the way, I would love if Scoops wanted to watch this show as well, because I'd like to be able to start talking about this show. My advice and... from what I've heard so far, read the book. Okay. It, uh, yeah. So if, if you haven't read the book yet, yeah. Oh man, that's one of the greatest comic books ever. Right. And and uh uh my our our friend Ptolemy plays a large role in it. He's got a big part. Yeah. So we can Who is he? Him. He's he's not in the first episode, he's in the second episode. Really? Yeah. Who is he? I don't know. In it. I don't know. You don't know his character? No. I haven't asked him. I can ask him. I haven't asked him. He's, I just, but he's, I was, but I was he's, but he's a main character? Yeah, he says he has a big arc in it. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh wow! I think I'm reading that right. Yeah, now I've got to watch it. Yeah, well, exactly. So if we all can watch it, we would get another really cool interview. If, if you like the show, we could have Ptolemy is a fascinating human being, a yeah. great actor, yeah, uh, and a even quirkier, crazier, fun person in real life. Uh, well, I'll tell you, all the all the shock monkeys are watching. Yeah, okay, good. it was it's big discussion in the uh, shock okay. monkeys lair. Okay, good, good. on Facebook. So uh, yeah, and so my I was like, <clears throat> my wife doesn't like to watch. Um, you know, we used to watch the blacklist stuff like that. Like anything super action packed drama town, uh, right before she falls asleep gives her nightmares. Really? Yeah. So we can only watch something dramatic if we're gonna watch something light and fluffy after, like New Girl or something like that. That's uh, that's pretty much how it is in my house too. Yeah. Here, here's my horrible fucking uh compromise. Mm-hmm. You know how I love to fall asleep watching television? Yeah. Very rarely do I get to do it, but when I do, there's only certain stuff that can be on because otherwise, she can't fall asleep. Right? Yeah. So guess what the default choice is? <laughs> Murder. She wrote. No! Ah! That's not even on the HD channels. I you have, have to go to the other channels. You have to no, go to like the weird channels. It's on. It's on TV. Netflix. Oh, and we have. I have seen almost five seasons now. <laughs> Well, I have wow. slept. I've I've slept through almost five seasons. Yeah, now. yeah. Holy Mad shit! Does that wrote. not hold up? Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. It's that move. That show is insane. She has about eighteen different nephews and cousins, <laughs> and they're all involved in murders. It's like at a certain point, don't you go? Wait, this bitch is up to some shit. <laughs> <laughs> she has to at least be called to testify in right. one case. I mean. I mean, she should at least be getting subpoenas. Have you ever seen the thing that's like out of all the television shows in, in television history, like per capita, Cabot Cove is the most dangerous city in the world? Yes. It is. Yeah. It's crazy. The amount of death that also, surrounds her. Also, the fact her. that I remember the name Cabot Cove. I'm really yeah, impressed I was with that say, right now. I was, I was, that's a, that's well, because you were like. Note to self, never go <laughs> never to Cabot go. Cove. Uh, you are likely to get murdered. She did this one episode. It's like Snake Island. Anne made me watch this episode over again. She lost her fucking mind. 
Angela Lansbury goes to London uh-huh. to see her cousin, yeah. who's like a kissing cousin, identical twin, who's <laughs> hiding out and pretending to be murdered. Wait, does she have a goatee? No, but she has a shit British accent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too much. It's too much. And then she I will ensconce myself in this tube. Right, and she sang this. She sang this <laughs> kooky song in this vaudeville style theater. And Ann and I were like, "What is up with this song?" But we researched it, and it turned out Angela Lansbury performed this song in like a '40s movie. Uh, as a young ingenue. It was a reference for her hardcore fans. It yeah. was. It was totally fan service for yeah. people who were like Lansbury like, uh, heads. Uh, They're how, called Lansonites. How, Lansonites. how I Met Your Mother would write in Buffy references for um, mm-hmm. uh, Alison Hannigan's yeah. character mm-hmm. in How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. Um, Our friend uh, Hector knows Angela Lansbury. Yeah, he toured with her show. Yeah, and, and best, loves her. Best gig to have ever. Oh, yeah. I bet she's a dream. Well, she's a dream, and also right. she's old. So... Uh, if you, he was touring with her and she can't rehearse a ton, right? And and their shows has to be wrapped super early, so uh, and was, the show is revolves around her, and the show so they her. can't rehearse without her. And Hector, so she, it's almost eight p.m. Yeah, exactly, I have got to get to bed, and she's not doing six show weeks. Oh yeah. wow, you know. So he said, like touring with her is like such an easy fucking gig. Right? She was a sweetheart. He said he, he loved her. She was awesome, and uh, that the gig was such an easy gig. She's uh, forever Mrs. Potts to me. Uh, Beauty and the Beast, baby. Oh. Uh, yeah, Tales all this time. Yeah, you fucking ain't right. Tales I think Mrs. Time. Lovitz from uh, Sweeney Todd. Are yeah, you, that's not, no. Are you excited for, and I know I still have an answer to the Superman versus Batman yeah, question. Yeah. We're, are we're you excited stalling. for the for the live Beauty and the Beast? Are you excited for, uh, what's her name, Hermione? Oh, I playing, just saw the trailer uh, uh, yesterday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's worlds coming together. <laughs> oh man! Do I like peanut butter and jelly? Yeah. <laughs> let's be oh, let's be clear man. here. A guy with mommy issues who what is Beto? He's fourteen. Has a crush on a cartoon character who's being brought to life by a girl from a fantasy wizard school. <laughs> and you're your happiest you've ever been. It's gonna be good. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> how the fuck does Batman beat Superman? Uh, duh. What, the kryptonite. kryptonite battering, right? Yeah, all that kind yeah, of shit. He's yeah. got kryptonite. Batman has a plan to kill every member of the Justice League. Right. In case they go rogue. Okay. So, so but you I mean, Batman? I'll go with Batman. All right, let's see. Batman, of course. Batman, he of course. kryptonite in his utility belt. Just in case of that scenario. It is only logical. Logical. Spock. Flawlessly logical. I really think I'm being programmed to like kill the, kill the governor or something. Bitch. While at the Gotham City Library, where one of the newer librarians is leaving for her night of culture and social graces. It's actually back, girl. So I'll see you in the morning. Good night, Father. Public library. Yes, boys. She is right here. It is your friends from Las Vegas. Here. What the fuck? I feel like my kid's kidnapped or something. Paul, you will never get this trivia question. Who was the youngest North American Stock Car Association driver to win the Daytona 500? Pause operator, please. All right. The youngest, youngest NASCAR stock car driver to win the Daytona 500. I like when Paul puts thought into things that who's, I know he's not going to get. Who's the guy who murdered people? 
who ran over people? Uh, Caitlyn Jenner? No. <laughs> no, no, no. This is versus Jacob. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who was? Who's the guy who who ran over that guy in the stock oh, car? Oh, uh, uh, Bush. Kyle, is that Kyle no, Bush. It's not Kyle Bush. No. I don't know. Tony. Tony Stewart. Tony Stewart. I'm going to say Tony Stewart. All right. Paul, uh, Matt, do you have a guess on this one? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, uh, Jeff Gordon. It might have been. All right. It, it might have been Dale Earnhardt Jr. too, but I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking Petty. Really, Richard Petty? Yeah. Tom Petty? Yeah, Tom Petty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good driver. <laughs> Crazy about laps. <laughs> I turn left a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I think a former pole sitter of the 500. Edwards has room underneath. Now he pushes Trevor Bain. It's over. Cinderella Bain is going to win the Daytona 500. Trevor Bain. Unbelievable. It's the day after his 20th birthday. 20 years old. That's young. I'll be ready. Bye. This is so weird. What in the world is this? Revolving walls, hidden rooms, disguises, what is Barbara Gordon's secret? What is happening? Now what? Another surprise? A back barrel cycle in a secret freight elevator? Whose baby are you, back girl? Whoa! Jacob, cat scoop here. I am still a bit miffed that Paul never brought the dapper Ryer round to meet me and my friends at AVN. There's a very attractive Catwoman in this yeah. video. Just perfect. I have the perfect question for you. And that question During is... During the Vietnam War, the United States issued something to soldiers called Flexex. Follow me for your list of options. Some porn, Catwoman porn playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> the amount of time it takes to put this together. I know. Scoop is themed. You have nothing else to do. I love it, though. It's insane. Oh! Oh, there's another Catwoman. Oh, no, it's Bad Girl. Bad Girl. Give Jacob some options. Well, I got something to look up when I get home. <laughs> You can now look this up this is whole a movie. video. This is the movie smokes. you wish you saw yesterday afternoon. Oh, this would have been way more relaxing. You don't me. remember this? This was the uh, this is the post credits uh, the post credits part of the meddler. This <laughs> question is about the diddler. Sex. Is it a flexible vibrating plastic? You give me an option too, honey. Jesus. <laughs> so is FlexX a vibrating plastic? Flexible vi vibrating plastic? <laughs> There you go. That oh, trout woman. Tell me. Was it plastic handcuffs suitable for binding prisoners, lovers, or both? Or was it an explosive that goes boom real big? I'm going explosive. I'm going to go with handcuffs. Let me tell you something. I think it was an explosive. I think because right pause now. Pause the video now. Bad girl. Jacob. I need pause to pause it. it. Big Batgirl is cuffed to the ceiling. <laughs> By Catwoman, so I think it's handcuffs. <laughs> oh, it might be. That's something new about FlexX. It's the basic oh, it's makeup of a package. Yeah. Piece of FlexX like some and explosive, explosive material one foot long and a quarter inch thick. Expose the material. Hit the scales at half a pound. Peel off the protective cover, and you make contact with the working side of the charge. Yep. Remember, fly paper. This surface sticks with equal ease and tenacity. 
It gets a fast, firm grip on almost any surface. That will come. You'll see, and he'll make you pay. Oh, he will? Paul, remember to wipe the mayo from your Batgirl figurines. <laughs> that Jesus. is bizarre, Scoopa Steve. <laughs> that is bizarre. I, um... So it wasn't explosive. Like what? Did, it was an explosive. What didn't make the cut in that video? You know what I mean? <laughs> well, we didn't, there's like there's like uh, twenty seconds left. In. Who knows? What's there coming. are about twenty seconds of the video left. Oh god! No, so uh, okay. scoops, go check it out. Um, we gotta put the link up. I wanna yeah, we'll put the link up for sure. Um, I want to thank Pendulette for creating this podcast. Thank you so much. Uh, I also want to uh, thank what do you what, what theme do we want for allegedly? Um. <laughs> We've done we'll do superheroes star? already. Porn stars? Yeah, we'll do porn stars. Sure. Porn stars. Oh, nice. Good. Yeah, we'll definitely do porn stars. Because my first thank you is to John Do Long. <laughs> Poor name accomplished. Uh, I'd like to Success! thank Mark Weens Weenus. I want to thank John Yogurt Jogurst. Mark Making the Bitches Tremble. I want to thank Long John, J O N. Marco Vigina. <laughs> Thanks. I want to thank Jonathan or Joe Nathan who's putting his hot dog in everybody's buns. Martin jamming it up a pussy. <laughs> I want to thank Jordan Smithing it up a pussy. <laughs> I'd like to thank Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank Justine Scoopo Karma Mayonnaise Cannon. Matt Slicer to Scoop a Pussy. <laughs> I want to thank Kevin Brin down there for days. And he's not coming up for air. <laughs> Matt, can I date your daughtery? <laughs> I want to thank Kevin's huge Johnson. Matt, handily wiping the pussy. I want to thank uh, Kim Akire. What are you doing later? Mac McKenzie Bukaki. Kimberly L. St. Aubin. All day, all night. I've been Kimberly and your saint. Malia and a Ewa. I want to thank Larry, recent, recently circumcised Northcutt. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa Carrillo, my cock. I want to thank uh, Lauren, plenty of tricks up her shreve. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> I want to thank Leah, sharp tongue devil. Michael Calderon of Sex Pot. <laughs> I want to thank Linda Brandmeyer and Loins are shaken. Paul, do too. Mike Wentz on her face. <laughs> and Nathan's famous wiener. <laughs> uh, I want to thank uh, Lisa Luster. Two uh, more, Paul. Nicholas Pedicure by way of Jizz Fist. <laughs> <laughs> Parfait hate machine. I want to thank Lori Threesome Scoops a Lady. Patrick, web of jizz in my hand. Lauren, all of him and Oliver. <laughs> Pete, Romano, romancer. And last one, Paul. Peter Hines, inner behinds. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd like to thank Caleb, Ken Sato, Kevin Brown, Cohen Van Beek, Kyle, uh, Kyle Thomas, Landscooper, Josh Lee Spencer, Lindsay Bechera, Lizzie Stortz, Marcus Karras, 
Uh, let's see. Matt Addy Ambler, Matt Spaulding, Matthew Darks, Matthew J. Bates the second, Matthew Schmeel turned the page, Michael Edwards, Michael Hoffenspfeffer, Michael Jones, Michael Knave, Michael Short, Mijo Wilson, Minty Scoop, Nicholas Hall, Nick Barn uh, Barnhart, uh, Nick Farr, Nicole, Percy Morales. Thank you, guys. Uh, thank you all. And if you want to be thanked like this, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash scoops And for as little as a dollar, you can be helping making this podcast happen more often and uh, getting more people to listen to it. We thank you so much for all of your support. Uh, if you also, who else we got to thank? We got to thank our visual mafia. Yeah, we do. Our audio mafia. Uh, a special thank you to Jen Brown because uh, we are nominated uh, for best uh, comedy podcast on the podcast awards. Yeah, that's right. And we've got some really good company in that top ten yeah. list. Thank you, Jen, for getting the ball rolling on that. You, we can't start voting for a while, so we'll, we'll be follow us on Twitter. Go to facebook.com slash Hayscoops for right Hayscoops on Instagram, Pinterest, everywhere, and we're going to blast yep. all of our social media with instructions. Once we can vote, uh, we're going to uh, we're we'll be able to vote out. on the 29th. Also, a big thank you to Cameron Winters, who does our website, because apparently website was a huge criteria for being able to be selected. Oh, nice. Like, uh, we, we, you had to hit certain it benchmarks had, on your had home to look, page. It had to look good. Yeah, and it, ha- it had to have certain things available to, 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 look at uh, that. to listeners. So, um, so thank you for that. And uh, yeah, and speaking of Cameron Winters, we'll have a special scoop announcement at the end of the next episode. I'd like to uh, make a quick announcement uh, for this episode. I'm going to re- remind you guys next week as or tomorrow as well. Uh, this Saturday, five twenty-eight sixteen at the Paseo Verde Library. It is the second annual Henderson Library's Minicon. And myself and the rest of the Geek Shock crew will be doing a live podcast broadcast at noon. So if you're interested, if you're in Vegas, come on out, motherfucker. Come on out and and say say hi. In the afternoon. Yeah, library on a Saturday afternoon. How much more fun can it be? BYOB or is there a bar there? Uh, BYOCB, comic books. Hey. Now, there'll be all kinds of stuff. All ages, family friendly event featuring Artist Alley, cosplay contests, panel discussions, live podcasts, drone workshop, crafts, and more. And remember, cosplay does not equal permission. Cosplay doesn't equal consent. Damn it. <laughs> Close uh, enough. Well, permission is good too. Yeah. Um, cosplay does not equal oh, permission. Oh, and I'll, be, uh, I'll, I'll make a bigger plug for this later, but uh, June. 23rd through 25th, I'll be at the Minneapolis Improv Festival doing, oh, a, doing a show yeah. and a workshop over up in Minneapolis. So anybody Get in the there, Minneapolis scoops. scoops, come out and check out our show and our workshop. Um, I'll be doing it with a uh, Marvel artist, uh, James Asbis. Oh, man. And uh, New York actor, Lucas Calhoun. So envious. Uh, we're doing a, a re- reuniting of our weird uh, uh, improv group that was created by touring with for Hampton Hotels. <laughs> uh, we only <laughs> exist in Minneapolis. So uh, it's a fun show. Are you I also have an announcement. Yeah, uh, yeah. The duvet. It's actually. I'll get into it. I'll get into it in the next episode. So it's actually a funny story. Okay. So uh, uh, my announcement is I'll be at Absinthe tomorrow night, and and we can't go because you guys are blacked out. That's true. Um. All right. Speaking of blackout, we'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. Porn names is an easy one. I don't know if it's a keeper, but it's, it's certainly a fine go-to. It's a, it's a keeper.
<laughs> you don't need to abort that one? It's a creeper don't. keeper. <laughs> no, you don't have to abort that one. <laughs> Speaking of things you shouldn't abort, it's time to do some limericks. Oh, oh sure enough. Listen to that drum. If you were, someone says you can't hear the drum. You say listen to that drum, but no one can hear it. Do you know that? <laughs> oh no! People say they can't hear the drum. Well, if you can't hear the drum, sorry. These people got dog it's a hearing. drum for us. <laughs> Howard Jackson would like a limerick about Hulk Hogan's sex tape done by the junkyard dog. Hulk Hogan's got what it takes. The man has made some mistakes. He fucked some guy's wife, almost ruined his life. Just to grab them cakes. <laughs> Jacob Dinklater. That was JYD's hit song. Do you remember Grab Them Cakes? No. <laughs> That's his song. Grab Them Cakes. <laughs> grab Them Cakes. It's on the first WWE <laughs> album. Jacob Dinklater would like proud. a limerick. I'm, I'm really fucking proud of that one, actually. Guys. About the hidden porn on Tumblr. The hidden porn. Which... To me, has remained hidden, Scoops. So, any so here's the thing, right? So it turns out that you, if you're going to have adult material, you have to flag it as, as adult, adult, okay, and then it makes it unsearchable. Oh, that's why I couldn't yeah. find anything. Well, so then you, what the fuck? You have to just know what models post bullshit on their Tumblr. What a waste of time. Agreed. So I just, it turns out, I just happened to find them by coincidence. <laughs> Which is a good time for me and, sure. and my masturbatory privileges, but um, which is the name of a of, of a play I'm putting out. Masturbatory privileges, yeah, I like that. It's a period piece. Show me that smile again. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so it also means that I think we're just going to put our uh, our our dickorama photos uh, just on our website in, a, in an eighteen or over section. Good. Oh, great. So we'll, we'll create a section for that. We want to start posting. We have one. It'll be a se action. Yeah, it'll be a section. Whoa! Now that can't stop making brilliant ideas. Can't stop, won't stop. All right, next limerick. Hidden porn on Tumblr. Oh yeah. All right, next Tumblr. No, <laughs> um, I've got an ass that won't quit. This booty you'd love to hit. My thighs are so fine. My tits and behind. But you can't search me for shit. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be. Uh, you can't find porn on here. What? Uh, I know you want to be busting your nut. I'll tell you in the end, it pays to have friends. Yes, it pays to have friends who are sluts. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Pete Romero, uh, Romano, sorry, uh, would like uh, a, whoa, what is this? Oh, a limerick, sorry, uh, about uh, why does my dog Corky the Corgi uh, will sometimes chase his tail when he does not have one? <laughs> Dedication to my crazy corgis, Corky and Sammy, mm. and crazy corgi owners everywhere. No, oh, I miss my corgis. I'm crazy. My mouth fills with home uh, foam. It's crazy. My mouth fills with foam uh, as I watch my dog circling at home. It's not up to him. He's looking for a limb. He suffers from phantom limb syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Bobby Petkus would like a limerick about, uh, I forgot to send my topic in, so I'd like a limerick about being late. Dedication to Annie for putting up with us scoops. Thank you again, Annie. Oh, fucking Annie's Annie, wonderful. thank you a thousand times, Annie. You thank are you, a Annie. Saint. Thank you, Annie. As little as we get done, we'd get even less done without Annie. Mm -hmm. That is the fucking truth. Yeah. I'm a little late to listen, but right now, I'm on a mission. You bet your fanny, 
I'm so thankful for Annie. I'd go down on her with her husband's permission. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Hopkins. Uh, never mind. We're going to get back to that one. Uh, Brian White would like a uh, limerick about Rick and Morty dedicated to my son, legit Brian. Uh, we got to uh, get out of here fast. Uh, this reality is not going to last. Uh, come on, Morty. Don't be a shorty. Uh, get get in the get, let's go <laughs> nice and the scoop of copper would like a limerick about ordering starbucks uh should not be this difficult dedication to the idiot in the drive-thru that made me late to work today <laughs> wait i always the dedication always makes me forget the topic starbucks shouldn't be this uh, ordering starbucks shouldn't be this difficult oh you know what this is what i was the, the other podcast we got into talk about starbucks and it's one of those things where like you always have a take that i never expect I didn't even get to the premise of what I was trying to talk about about Starbucks because your your take on Starbucks just took over. But I'm with this person. I'm with this person. I agree. I agree. Any place with a drive-through, you should understand that's designed yeah. for convenience, not for impediment. No, but people don't fucking no. People are the worst. <laughs> they just are. I got to get home and watch porn. But I've taken this coffee sojourn. But it's not going so fine. How the fuck am I still stuck in this line? Good luck ordering while I ride on my horn. Yeah. <laughs> and Elizabeth White would like a limerick, please, about the joy, extreme sarcasm there, of being a homeowner when your AC system shits the bed and you have to drop seven grand out of nowhere for a replacement system dedicated to the memory of our savings account. Oh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just happened to my mom. Oh. Yeah, it's the worst. This unit replacement... I'm regretting for the savings. I'm no longer netting, but maybe it would be nice if we didn't pay the price. How much would I get paid to keep sweating? <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Alex Hopkins would like a haiku subject. The feeling that you should pick a haiku after a few months of asking for limericks each time. <laughs> Finally, haiku. No longer a limerick now. Haiku is for you. Haiku. <laughs> well, fellas, it's song time. Oh, boy. Get your song on like Donkey Kong. Sing it. Sing it. We be singing. Let's see. So the first song today is from Alex Hopkins. My request this time round is for a song about the joy of free soft drink refills. Dedication to TGI Fridays. Oh, you want to talk about long ass musical intro? Well, you know what, Jacob? I'm really, I'm really, really thirsty. Yeah. You think there's somewhere we could go where I could get unlimited soft drink refills? What's that? TGI Fridays. Oh yeah. 
That sounds like a great idea. You know what they say. In here, it's always Friday. TGIF, baby. My glass is empty. I must get another. So I go and get a refill and one for my brother. Ooh, thank you. It's Mr. Pib that I got, and I want some not hot with some ice, with some ice in the glasses. And it's free, always free, all the drinks just for me. like a song called BAP dedicated to Brian P. Winters. What's BAP about? I don't know. About to find out. B-A-P BAP you can't find it on no map. Bappity, 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 bap. Hit that tree and out comes sap. Bappity, 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 bap. My hands together <laughs> make it clap. Bappity, 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 bap. I am rocking. This is rap. Bappity, 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 bap. Bappity, 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 bap. Bappity, 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 bap. Bap, 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 Bap. Bap. <laughs> uh, Jonathan would like a. Uh, I think this is a typo here. I think Jonathan wants a song about a superhero named Jacqueline Hammer. Up in the sky. It's Jacqueline Hammer Flying in her hammer suit When evil makes you cry Jacqueline Hammer Is there to give bad guys the boot No one is stronger or harder or faster or better or more hammery. Jacqueline Hammer, the 
forever. She's hammerier than Stanley. She's Jacqueline Hammer. Jacqueline Hammer. Jacqueline Hammer. And you're gonna get nailed. Jacqueline Hammer. Jacqueline Hammer. Jacqueline Hammer. You're gonna get nailed. Put the hammer down. <laughs> and finally, we've got one from Chris Scupacabra SW. Yeah. Uh, for my song, I would like a love song as performed by Neil deGrasse Tyson, uh, dedicated to my wife, Amanda. I'm in space. Yes, we're all in space. The thing is, and you're going to find this amazing, we've all been in space ever since we were born. Come with me, Major Tom. The new episode of Cosmos is on. See how infinitesimally small we are. This whole world is but a speck Our love's a tiny dust parsec But to me you are the universe entire This is Neil deGrasse Tyson, you see. I'm fascinated by outer space. But the mysteries it holds just don't compare to the beauty in your eyes and the smell of your hair. For here, oh no, I messed it up. Oh, it was going so well. Oh well. That's the universe for you. Fucking entropy. Right, Amanda? Right. <laughs> Amanda, goodbye. So long, Scoops. We'll be back on Monday. Until then, we're in Yeah, there's like another 10 minutes of this, so if you guys want to just uh, go ahead and turn your listening device off, it's fine. We're not offended. Space noises. Whoa, 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 whoa. Comet. Zoom. Asteroid planet. Now I'm really going to make Paul record 10 minutes of this.
Asteroid planet. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Space noises. Space fish. Space Nope, never mind. I thought I could do it. I can't do it. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> Space antelope. <laughs>